Most roads in the United States are under state and local control, but the federal government does try to encourage safety. One way is through a joint program between the Federal Highway Administration and the Roadway Safety Foundation. This week, they've honored seven safety projects that solve big problems. Joining me with details, the FHWA's Director of Office of Safety Technologies, Michael Griffith. Mr. Griffith, good to have you on. Hey, Tom. Thank you. And the Foundation's Executive Director, Greg Cohen. Mr. Cohen, good to have you on. Tom, great to be here. Thank you. Michael, I'm going to start with you. Just give us a little bit of background since the new numbers of highway deaths have been published. And what's the situation right now on U.S. roads? Our sister agency, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, uh, we did a release of the fatality numbers for 2018. And the good news is uh, fatalities did go down from 2017 about 2%. It's the lowest number of Howie deaths since 2015, and the fatality rate, which uh, takes into account the amount of travel on the roadways, also went down by just over 3%. So that's the good news, but we still killed 36,560 people on our highways in 2018. That's about 100 deaths per day. An important point to make With respect to the safety problem in 2018, pedestrian fatalities went up over 3% compared to 2017. This is the highest level since 1990. It's one of our administrators' top priorities to address this growing safety problem. We have a new initiative that we're starting to be very aggressive in addressing this, this public health crisis with pedestrian fatalities. So we have a lot more to do, and the good news is there are a number of different highway safety solutions to address this problem. The level of road engineering, I guess, varies a lot from road to road throughout the country. So are the safety improvements coming from the fact that cars are getting smarter and when you change lanes, they jiggle, and if there's somebody behind you, they wiggle? Or is there a lot yet to be done in road engineering, Greg? Well, it's a combination of things. We like to think of it as a 3E approach. There's an engineering approach, which includes both road and vehicle engineering. There's an educational component, and there's an enforcement component, and all three of these help. Sure. So these awards that you've given to state and mostly state entities, those are mostly falling under the engineering aspect? That's right. This this awards program is particularly to um, give some credit to uh, the unsung heroes that are, you know, laboring away in the state and local uh, transportation public works departments, basically folks that have come up with innovative ideas that are cost-effective and uh, that should be replicated around the country. And, Michael, some of the awards uh, seem like they correct issues that were bad in a road in the first place. For example, uh, the, in Missouri, the median U-turn I guess there was a situation where cars were crashing trying to turn around on a particular road. My question is, are there federal standards for this kind of thing, or or is it up to the states and they just do the best they can? So there's the states work off of a number of different uh, road design uh, guides. We work very closely with the American Association of State Highway Transportation Officials, and they work on updating design standards on a regular basis. So what they have what's called the Green Book, and that really sets the highway design standards across the country. Tell us what happened in Missouri, because that's no one likes to make U-turns on highways, but sometimes you have to. With intersections, as you, as you know, just from being a driver, you have a number of different conflict points. And the, the one that tends to be the risk, most risk, that has the most risk is uh, that left turn. 
And ultimately, we're trying to find intersection designs that reduce the number of conflict points and also the severity of those conflict points. And if we can especially get rid of those, those left-turning movements intersections, uh, that eliminates a big part of the problem. So actually, in Missouri, they have uh, implemented what's called the median U-turn. So essentially, what you're doing is you're taking away the intersection and making the movements occur down the roadway. So essentially you go down the road a little bit and you go to the U-turn and you make that U-turn to get to where you need to go. And and the research shows that is a more effective way of handling uh, certain turning movements rather than just having uh, an intersection, especially on a high-speed rural road. We're speaking with Michael Griffith. He's the director of the Office of Safety Technologies at the Federal Highway Administration and Greg Cohen is executive director of the Roadway Safety Foundation. To what extent are technological solutions available in roads? Well, a lot of it has to be uh, data-driven technologies, and there's a lot of work together between the vehicle manufacturers and the uh, folks that are engineering the signs and lines that go on the roads. One example that we awarded in this awards was uh, a uh, data and technology-driven approach to guardrail management in Virginia. And yeah, guardrails are devices that most people think of as kind of just sort of steel on the side of the road, but there's a lot of technology involved in them to make them safer. Um, and what this award was, was to uh, help uh, show that state DOTs can adopt a, a management plan for them to make sure that they're in good conditions because you always see uh, guardrails that are damaged on the side of the road and people sometimes don't know about it. So, uh, you know, it's it's data and a process by which uh, other states can learn from what Virginia did, and that's what we're awarding here. And in South Dakota, there's something called High Friction Surface Treatment Project, which reduces the number of vehicles going off the road in adverse weather conditions. That implies that not all roads produce equal friction for the tires on them. Correct. So I, I think what's, uh, what, it, what South Dakota did, which was really interesting in applying these high-friction surface treatments, is they were really focused on the problem of horizontal curves with uh, under winter road conditions. And high friction surface treatments have been around for a while now, but really we haven't seen uh, many states try to address the winter, the road winter condition with high friction surface treatment. We know horizontal curves, regardless of the, the weather conditions, present problems for drivers. We unfortunately uh, lose a lot of people on horizontal curves. And so they went in, they applied the high friction treatment on uh, certain horizontal curves and found benefits for addressing the winter road condition crashes they were experiencing. So this was uh, very beneficial to see a state step up and try to address uh, the the road winter uh, crashes with this particular uh, safety solution. And let's just back up a little bit. Tell us about the program. How do you, how do the projects get submitted and how do you select the winners? The exciting thing is that we receive dozens of requests uh, from around the country. We do this every two years, and we invite any public agency to submit a uh, project or a program for evaluation by a blue-ribbon panel of experts. These folks come from uh, not only Federal Highway Administration, but also the Transportation Research Board, the uh, uh, state DOTs, the county engineers. Um, different companies that are involved in safety. So we have this uh, blue ribbon panel that comes together, and we, uh, of course, request applications, and uh, we come. They come in from all over the country, 
And it's great because there's a lot of diversity in the locations. The problems that exist in Washington, D.C. are are very different than South Dakota. Um, but there's something that can be learned from um, from agencies that are uh, big or small in different parts of the country. So we narrowed it down to seven winners this time, um, and uh, those are the best of the best. One of the ones that caught my eye was the design-build push-button contract in Florida, which speeds up safety project installations. I can think of a lot of areas in the D.C. area recently where they'll mill a road or put up barriers in anticipation of a surfacing or improvement project, and then the preliminaries sit there for a year. (laughs) And so it's more dangerous for a year until they finally get around to doing it. So it sounds like Florida was able to speed up the idea, as you say, it uh, you know, concept to concrete. Yeah, exactly. The you know, the Washington D.C. area is no stranger to uh, project delays, and you know, studies that last for years or even decades, and then waiting and waiting for either the money or the approvals to get the projects through. So, uh, you know, Federal Highway Administration and the state DOTs have really spent a lot of time over the years trying to get projects done quicker. Some of that has to do with permitting and regulation, but a lot of it has to do with um, you know, putting together a process by which the construction and the design can be done more efficiently. So in the, in the case of the Florida project, they came up with an innovation design build push button contract where the designer and the constructor and the, the, the construction team are ready to work together and that they have already in place before the design is even done teams of construction companies that are prepared to do um, hundreds of improvements in a much quicker period of time. So, you know, in the first year of, of using that um, design-build push-button contract, they saved uh, uh, $8 million for the residents of Florida in uh, societal costs for safety injuries and, and deaths. So this was a real good one. It sounds like you guys are on the job. Everybody drives or gets driven, so everybody has a concern about the roads. Greg Cohen is executive director of the Roadway Safety Foundation. Michael Griffith is director of the Office of Safety Technologies at the Federal Highway Administration. Thank you both. Thank you very much, Tom. Appreciate it. Thank you, Tom. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Winter season is here, and Discount Tire wants you to stay safe on the road. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. Let's get you taken care of.